Hey, welcome to the Life Edit, bringing order to your everyday chaos. I'm Tabitha Perry, former social worker and now life coach that breaks big problems down into simple, actionable steps so you become more intentional and productive in life. Let's get started. Well, welcome everyone. I hope that you are having an amazing day. I have my friend Ashley here with me and we are going to be talking about our identity in Christ and what that means and how we get it. So I'm going to read a bio on Ashley because I think that it just sums her up, um, her dynamic personality and her life really well. So Ashley loves being mom to her four children, Parker Cruz, Breck, and Kylie. And she's an elementary school teacher by profession turned writer and speaker in conjunction with her book series. Ashley is heavily involved in Peace Runs Deep a space for herself and others to be encouraged in faith and identity. And I totally agree because I follow her on social media and I love everything she puts out. So definitely check that out. Um, She felt called to create a place to bring authenticity and truth to the reality of our lives and to focus on being and less on doing. Uh, Ashley enjoys being active. And when she's not writing, she can be found on the lake at the gym, which after her uh, sipping coffee and running around with her kids in new pup river. Ashley, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Excited to chat with you. Yes, yes. So um, I know that I just kind of read your bio, but I would love to hear just more about you and this like journey you went on to kind of transform your identity to be like in Christ. Like, what does that mean for you? So I had unfortunately walked through a very hard season in my life about five years ago now. I had just um, had twins, so number three and four in the line of my kids, and then went through um, some marriage issues that were very devastating and costly. And through the process, um, although that was a very hard process to walk through, and I eventually walked through a divorce, I felt like what it really did was reveal what was already inside of me that God really wanted to heal. And that was my identity. I grew up in um, Christianity and in the church, and I had a loving family. And my parents actually taught me a lot about identity really early on in life. But I also found that through the issues that came out of my marriage and the healing that God wanted to bring me is that although I knew who God says I was, I didn't believe it and I didn't live it. I was wrapped in codependency, which if you don't know what that is, very lightly, it's just relying on other people, positions and roles to give you your value. And I was just in this cycle of trying to please and perform and work And really it works. Codependency works until it doesn't. And then it's very, very costly once all those things you place your identity in shatter. So um, Mm. that's kind of the basis of my journey. And early on, after going through all that trial and trauma that I had walked through, I felt like um, God asked me um, to go to a cemetery and bury the old Ashley. And I talk about it in my book that I wrote, but um, I drove to a cemetery just not knowing my counselor had recommended it, just like drive and like, let go of something, just let it die. And I didn't necessarily know what that was. And in turn, as I drove there, I felt like God was like, let go of the old Ashley and start your new life in me. And I was floored because I'm 30 at this point. I've been a Christian like 20 years and grown over time. But 
I was living my life and who I was was wrapped in positions, roles, and relationships. And I felt like in that moment, God so lovingly let me see that and let me see the unhealthy ways in which I was operating and kind of showed me what he offered. It was like, want to start your new life with me. And then from that point forward, it kind of just became this journey of discovering who I was in Christ and who I just was as a person. Mm. And then also letting go and getting rid of all those thoughts and mindsets and patterns that I had. So it fits really well with what you do, Tabitha, with your life edit, because I think that a lot of it was editing out the old and getting rid of the old to hold the new and who God says I truly am. Mm, I love that. And something that you said too, is just like you, it revealed like who you really were, who, so, so many times we think we have to change yourself because we're bad, but actually like God created us when we've, you know, accepted Christ, we are transformed. And so we, it's just about revealing what we already are. And I just love that you highlight that, that you didn't have to feel ashamed of the way Ashley was. It's just like, okay, this is who I am. And I'm just going to like polish her up and, and figure her out. One of the things that I really liked in your book was like, you talk about going to the grocery store and you're like, okay, what do I even like to eat? I'm going to just pick out some different fruits and vegetables and try those. And kind of reminds me of that movie, um, runaway bride, right? When she doesn't yeah. know what type of eggs she likes, you know, she tries all of these. And so I really think that this is a very practical thing that anyone can do. And I know there's been seasons in my life that I kind of lost who I was and um, I needed to figure out. And you know what, if it's as basic as like, what type of food do I even like? Am I just eating it because my kids and husband like it or someone else does? Um, so I think that's just like a really practical strategy. Um, so tell me like, what, what did you like, what's one thing that you feel God revealed to you about your identity that maybe you were a little surprised about? Oh, that's a good question. Um, like the basis is I didn't feel loved unless I performed and worked and earned my value. And so at the very core, I feel like God just really revealed not just like head knowledge, but actual like physical feeling of being loved by him. Like mm -hmm. knowing that I'm loved, knowing that I'm enough. And like you said, he created us good and he created us in his image. And I think a really practical thing that surprised me is I didn't realize how much negative self-talk and self-perception that I had. Yeah. And so I think that really surprised me because I had thought, oh, I'm confident and, you know, I like myself, but I didn't realize how many negative thoughts I was holding and just like self-limiting thoughts. And so I think that it was really surprising um, to just go on this journey and have God reveal like that I'm loved, that I'm seen, that I'm known. And I think that was maybe the fear to be fully known and not accepted by others where like God shows us like he fully knows us and he calls us his and he still chooses us despite you know, our shortcomings, because we're all human, but all the amazing qualities that he's given us as well. And kind of surprising, I didn't know that I was a writer. So that was kind oh. of fun. And I feel like God's gifted me in writing. And that didn't really come out till now. Um, literacy has kind of been more of a struggle area for me. It wasn't my forte growing up. And so that's kind of surprising 
that he's kind of doing that where I'm writing books and poetry. And I wrote a song a couple weeks ago and had a songwriter um, develop that. And so that was exciting. And I just feel like God's showing like in your weakness, he brings the strength and develops who you really are. So yeah, so that was kind of exciting because the journey of identity in Christ also led me to the journey of figuring out like, who did God really make me to be, right? And what did he really craft me for? which was all hidden before. So it's very exciting. (laughs) Wow. So what I'm hearing too, is like when we really lean into having our identity be in Christ, we're going to find that we have these hidden talents and skills that we didn't even know that we, we had and how exciting, maybe a little scary. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How exciting that is that he, reveal that you can articulate yourself so well and communicate that and then also help other women be encouraged by your story. So, oh, that is amazing. And I do want to hit on what you said too, about those, that negative self-talk. I have the loudest, meanest inner critic mm-hmm. and it is so frustrating because I know all the things, like I know that that's not helpful. And so for anyone else that has that loud inner, just self-critic, um, she's probably always going to be there. The The goal is to just acknowledge her, but not let her determine how you think about yourself. Like she can just be chatting in the background, kind of like when your six-year-old just like keeps talking and talking, yeah. you kind of zone her out. <laughs> At least yeah. that's what I do with my six-year-old. Yeah. Um, I found with my inner voice, like it's, there's just some people that have that. And so then we can just like have it in the background and not feel guilty about it. And just know that you don't have to listen to those, those things. Cause our thoughts, when we have repetitive thoughts, they turn into beliefs. And I think that's also what I was hearing you say, Ashley is like, you just had these negative thoughts about yourself and then it turned into belief. And then with beliefs, we don't actually necessarily know that we have them until they're challenged or our, our worldviews are challenged. And then we have yeah. to uproot those. Oh my goodness. Um. So what other um, suggestions do you have for women who are like, wow, okay, I really wanted to kind of take a step again and having my identity be in Christ. What else should I try doing? Yeah, that's a good question. There were a lot of different things that I was able to process through, obviously reading scripture and finding out who God says we are as his children. That's huge. And that's core to knowing who you are in Christ, knowing who God is. I had a false view of God as a dictator way away from me, like, you know, mad at me all the time. And that's the opposite of who he really is. And I think as I learned who he was and that he's close and he's near and he's gentle and he's loving, he also corrects, but he does it in such a grace-filled, loving way that as I, as I figured out and sat God, he showed me who I was. And it was those, those little edits, like you're talking about those thoughts that pop in your head. I didn't realize I was having, and I just was going through Dr. Caroline Leaf's. She has an app and I went through her app and I read her book and she does such a wonderful thing where you need to record your thoughts in a day so you can see what you're actually thinking and believing. And then it was, okay, I'm not going to, re- I'm not going to believe this. This isn't serving me. This isn't truth. I see it. I acknowledge it like you're talking about. So what is the truth? And that was mm. a huge shift for me, labeling the lie and then figuring out what is actually true. Who does God say that I am? And then having an affirmation every morning. And so I still do that now. 
And I do it based off the lies I believed, actually. So I had a bunch of lies I believed. I wrote them down, wrote the Bible verses that are opposing them, and then wrote an affirmation out that I speak. And then I actually deleted off of the Word document the lie. So if you go in my bathroom, they're all pasted on my mirror. And I would just encourage you to do the same, like to check what you believe, to check what you tell yourself um, against the word of God, and then to ask God, God, who do you say that I am? What do you see? And the amazing thing is, is that God speaks and he can talk to you and communicate with you. He doesn't just do that to preachers or worship leaders. Like he wants to talk to everybody. And it might be a word or a picture, but just going through that process of, what do I need to uproot? And then God, what do you, what do you call me? Who do you see me as? Is such a healthy thing. And then speaking it out loud. And I think when you speak it out loud, your brain and your heart connect and, and your body actually hears it too. And there's transformative power in the word of God. So that was kind of a lot of details, but yeah. being able to go from like, the lie to the truth and then speaking that really transforms or transformed me. And that was super helpful. Absolutely. And it's, it's very practical because I'm all about practical, you know? And so it's like, get your Bible, read it, Google, what does God say about me even, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and then identify maybe one specific thought. Cause our brain, I found too, only it, it doesn't want to have to work harder than it needs to. So there's really like limited negative thoughts that work, right? Mm-hmm. Like they've worked yeah. for a while to keep you, you know, in your mind, maybe on track when really it just like breaks you down. Um, and so being able to identify those thoughts and then the truth, which I absolutely love again, Google works. So put in, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, if you feel like you're incapable, you know, put in scriptures about, you know, what are some scriptures that I am capable in the Bible? And then you have the scriptures that support it. And then you create your affirmation. And I love that. I'm actually not a huge fan of affirmations um, when they're generic, right? Like, oh yeah. but hearing that you're like creating an affirmation that's specific to the word of God and specific to the truth that battles the lie, I'm all for that. And that, that is where true power is. Because you bring in the word of God, which has that supernatural power. Um, and if you're thinking like, oh, I'd really like to you know, read the Bible, but I don't have enough time. Ladies, gentlemen, listeners, I promise you, if you commit to reading the Bible in the morning, your time will be expanded. It, it, it will happen. You will find you have more energy, more wisdom. You may not initially the first day, but over time, it is transformational. Um, so just to, you know, go read the Bible. Woo! Um, uh, Ashley, so if there was one thing, like one other thing that kind of God has put on your heart to encourage, um, someone today in regards to, you know, having their identity be in Christ, maybe an encouragement of maybe that's not even, you know, it's not easy, just kind of a understanding of it. What would that be? I think, I think a large part is to think that, okay, once I have my identity here, I'm not going to struggle. Nothing's going to happen. I'm not going to have to redo it. And 
it's not a one and done and it's not a formula, but Dang I it. think that's beautiful. <laughs> because I know I, I used to tell uh, my counselor when I was um, going through a lot of the struggle, like, can it just be one plus one is two? And then I get the same result every yes. time. Um, but I think God is more beautiful than that and more creative than that, that he doesn't want a formula. He wants a relationship with you. And I think like, yeah, reading your Bible or you think you have to do all these things, that's very daunting at first when you're thinking about ridding your identity in Christ. But I think first he just wants your yes and he just wants your 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 yield to like, okay, God, this isn't working for me anymore. The way I have operated, you know, sometimes it works, but I'm exhausted of this cycle that I'm on. Can you show me a different way to live? And I think in that place of rooting your identity in Christ, like, he gives you rest and he gives you peace. And then you can live in a different way where you're not so much trying to earn and gain and please and work on this hamster wheel that we tend to be on here. Um, you're in a different place where you're filled and you have what you need. And yes, that talk that is reading your Bible, but it might be like bike riding and being open to hear God while you're biking or while you're walking or working out or painting or I don't know, whatever you do, just creating that space to be with God, to hear from God and to seek what he says about you. I would say I would encourage you because it's worth it, even if it feels daunting and it's it, it's ongoing, but it's almost addictive where you're like, ooh, in a good way where you're like, ooh, I found, oh, I found truth and you feel it. And then you're like, I want more. And yeah. so it just becomes a way of being and it's less about doing. So, mm. and that is a word for me. So thank you. I received that <laughs> and yeah. a word for, for others. Oh, this has been so amazing. Ashley, thank you for your bravery, for um, putting your story out there. Um, your book, not another fairy tale, finding freedom outside the script is a phenomenal book. Thank you again for putting thank that you. out there into the world and blessing us. And, um, Listeners, thank you so much for tuning in and listening um, to me and Ashley chat and talk about um, just our identity in Christ and just how you can make those practical edits in your life um, so you can step into your fullest potential of uh, that God has for you. So thanks again for listening and make it a great day.